0: If you didn't know, that's Gary Clark Jr. with You Don't Owe Me A Thing, that's the uh, single. Um, great musician, uh, Gary Clark Jr., uh, born February 15, 1984, is an American musician from Austin, Texas. He is best known for his fusion of blues, rock, and soul music with elements of hip-hop, which is true. This guy's an amazing, amazing artist. Uh, a lot of them, uh, people compare him and to Jimi Hendrix. Uh, but I can hear some elements of Jimmy in there, but Gary Clark, uh, Gary Clark Jr. has his own style and and it's really good. He's an amazing live performer. Uh, in 2011, Clark signed with Warner brothers, uh, released the album, the bright lights, which is an amazing album. It was followed by albums black and blue in 2012 and the story of sunny boy slim in 2015 throughout his career. Clark has been a prolific live performer, which has been documented in two releases, Gary Clark Jr. Live in 2014, Gary Clark Jr. Live North America, 2017. He has shared the stage with legendary guitarist, Eric Clapton, uh, legendary blues singer and guitarist, BB King, The Rolling Stones. Uh, His new album, uh, This Land is due to be released March 1st, 2019 uh and Gary Clark has won a Grammy for best traditional R&B performance for a song please come home while the year before has been he's been nominated for ain't messing around so if you're looking to find some new music to uh, new artists to listen to Gary Clark Jr is the one look him up on YouTube download his music amazing amazing artist and that's my musical artist of the week uh on with the show <music> Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk eBay. I'm your host, Johnny, with Sin City Hustlers. Go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram under Sin underscore City underscore Hustlers. Go ahead and give me a follow. Uh, This week, we're going to have some resellers on. We're going to go over my eBay sales. We're going to go over some eBay news and eBay tip of the week. But first, we are going to get these resellers on. Uh, They go by Instagram handle RNZY. And they are their names are Ryan and Lindsay. They're really cool to talk to. Really cool interview. These guys are smart. They're doing it right. Not only are they they selling on I believe eBay, but they're selling on StockX. They sell um, on OfferUp, Macari, uh, any other platform you can think of. They're killing it in the shoe game. They you know if you if you follow them on Instagram, you you can see that they they are sourcing shoes. Everywhere they can find deals, reselling them on different platforms, and they're really making a good uh, business out of it. So let's get them on, and let's talk to them, and let's get their story and their journey as resellers, and then let's talk to them right now.
1: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning,
0: Ryan. How are you this morning?
1: I'm phenomenal. We, uh, we're we excited to connect with you.
0: Uh, finally, after all this time.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Hey, uh thank you guys for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um I, how uh where do you live exactly? We uh we're based out of Portland, Maine. Portland, Maine. Okay, not Portland, Oregon. <laughs> Correct. How are you guys doing this morning?
1: Good. We're doing a little uh sourcing, we're hitting up some local thrifts, and uh then we're going to um do some relaxing, possibly watch the Pro Bowl a little bit later
0: on today. Nice, nice. Um First question for you guys: uh, um, How did you uh, get into reselling? Um, how did you know? How did you get into your your resellers?
1: Yeah, that's the that's last place to start. It was uh, twenty seventeen, and we were both unhappy with our jobs and uh, put into a position where we either had to find new jobs or uh, jump into this reselling thing. And we had been teasing with reselling for a week or two selling random stuff and uh we did not like the thought of going into a job that would pay the bills that we hated and we decided to give this reselling thing a full-time effort and so in june of 2017 we dove in um and we started with shoes and we haven't looked back
0: nice Uh, i was looking at you guys' instagram and i i clicked on your link You guys also have a YouTube channel. Yeah, we,
1: yeah, we absolutely have a YouTube channel. Uh, another one of those things that we uh, found, a lot of people are asking us about, uh, do we have a YouTube channel? Do we have a YouTube channel? And we're trying to provide as much free information as we possibly can in a frictionless environment. So we started one and uh, we put up a couple of videos and we're off and running.
0: How's the response been with uh, YouTube?
1: Uh, it's been great uh we try to keep our videos short and absorbable we get right to the point um we're not using our youtube channel for any kind of revenue uh right now so our goal is to provide uh again short videos that get right to the point that uh is information that can be used right away and and we've got a lot of good feedback so far i think we're just under a thousand subscribers and uh which is great, but more importantly, it's just another avenue for people to connect with us.
0: Nice, nice. Now, uh, I didn't know this, but uh, you guys, I think you you have a podcast. What's the podcast about?
1: Yeah, again, uh, the podcast is just like the YouTube channel is another way, another form of media that we can put information out there that is absorbable, uh, short, right to the point and uh, allows people to... Um, both interact with us and ask those questions and uh, another resource, another free resource
0: that allows people to um, learn from what we are doing. Nice. Nice. Now, um, a lot of, I I interview a lot of resellers and I always not always ask, but when you do a YouTube video or you're doing a podcast, um, is there any negative feedback you guys get from it? Like, Hey, why are you guys giving out these secrets? You know, are, you know, you shouldn't be talking about this, you know, because you're just going to drive down sales and stuff like that. You ever get that?
1: Uh, of course. Uh, whenever you're in an environment where there's uh, money involved, whether it's reselling in any realm, um, people on both sides, people are both frustrated when you give away free information and they're frustrated when you don't give away free information. And we for every negative comment, we've gotten over a 100 Uh, positive comments that are very thankful and grateful and um, we're firm believers based on exactly the question you just asked that the market is big enough there's enough marketplaces there's enough inventory there's enough resources that if we consistently give away all this information for free uh, we're still gonna win because the reality is 99% of the people that are listening to it And definitely the people that are complaining um, are slackers and they um, uh, aren't putting in the effort that it takes to win. And so when you're giving away information that may affect uh, their business, it's because they want to um, not work as hard and still get paid as much. And the, the truth, the truth is. There is enough, and we're talking just shoes. There's so many different categories, but in just the shoe game, there's enough inventory for all of us to win. There's not enough um, people going out and purchasing these things to quote unquote flood the market and drive prices down. And if if the prices go down on one marketplace, there's literally a dozen
0: other marketplaces you can sell the same pair of shoes for uh, a higher amount. Right. With, uh, with that being said, um, do you guys just mainly sell on one platform or are you guys kind of spread out everywhere?
2: We sell on a bunch. I think, what do we have? Maybe six to eight that we're listing on every single pair. Um, that's Poshmark, Mercari, OfferUp, Facebook Marketplace, um, select pairs on eBay, Streamlist,
1: let go. Let
2: go vented. Like we've pretty much tried every marketplace. Um we usually do it for about 30 days and then decide whether it works for us or it doesn't. If we like the listing process, if we don't. Um but yeah, we we definitely cast a wide net in that regard.
0: Do you guys find it difficult to kind of sell more on one platform because um I think there was a I think it was a YouTube video, I'm not sure it was a YouTube video or an Instagram where uh Ryan you were talking about how If there was one, like uh, site or an app, where if you sold one pair of shoes, it would erase or delete all the listings from the other platforms. Um, Do you find it difficult for you guys to, you know, you sell one pair, say on StockX, and then you get to go ahead and delete all those other platforms?
1: Well, in the beginning, the the answer to that question is it is difficult unless you have a system to handle it. And so our personal answer is no it's not difficult at all and here's why we use our phones for everything we do not use a computer and because we use our phone for everything and our phone is always on us it's and there's two of us it's super easy for example this morning we sold three or four pairs while we were sourcing we take the 10 seconds uh, jump onto the other marketplaces, delete those listings, and then we're on with our day. We're very diligent about that. So um, we're coming up on 5,000 pairs sold. Less than five times a pair has sold on, one, on, on multiple marketplaces. Um, so if you have a system to be able to handle multiple marketplaces, both as you're listing, as you're interacting, um, and then, of course, as something sells, it's not difficult at all.
0: Right. Um, so if you don't, if you're pretty, like you said, diligent on on what you're selling and where you're selling, because a lot of mm-hmm. uh, new resellers and my podcast is based around uh, people who are, who are new or on the fence or not really sure, or they have these questions where, you know, how do you sell on multiple platforms and not get confused and not delete the the stuff you're selling on time? And what happens mm-hmm. if you, Uh, sell two things at one time and you know just like you said it's it's probably pretty rare that you would sell uh, the same item on multiple platforms at the same time right
1: yeah and here's
0: i love the way that you just premised that question because when
1: you're a new reseller there's so many questions we still have so many questions and it's good to ask all these questions but what it distills down to is what works best for you you someone listening to this podcast may not be very good at being diligent with their listings. So it's not a great idea to list across multiple platforms. There's no excuses. You can build a monster business. You can pay all of your bills using one marketplace and then pick whatever marketplace you want to put out there. eBay, Poshmark, Mercari, uh, Amazon, StockX. You can build a monster business on one of them. Um, You can also build a monster business using multiple. You have to evaluate what works best for you. And as we were first starting as new resellers, we built uh, gradually. As Lindsay uh, commented on, we started using multiple marketplaces, but we didn't use eight at once. We started with Facebook Marketplace. We sold a thousand pairs of shoes on Facebook, and then we started using Poshmark and then once we got the hang of that and had a system to both sell on Poshmark and Facebook that's when we added Mercari and then once we had a good system down after a month or two then we added another and that's how we've grown since June of 2017 it wasn't like hey I want to start reselling hey I want to start with eight different marketplaces Uh, and I think a lot of people new to the reselling game either see what we're doing and think they have to sell on all of them or they try and get discouraged and what we recommend is do what works best for you and that's different for everyone and then grow uh gradually and we're talking over over, use facebook for three months and if you like it great if you don't like it drop it use poshmark for three four months if you like it great if not drop it and uh, that's been our what has allowed us to get to this point now where we're selling successfully uh, across multiple marketplaces
0: oh i totally agree um when I've been selling probably for about a year mm. and I started with just eBay. Now I moved on to, uh, Amazon and Poshmark. And so I'm selling on three platforms, nice. but, uh, what, um, a lot of thing, well, I don't know what to sell or resell. I'm not really sure what I want to do. Um, what would you say to a, a reseller who, who does not really sure, uh, what they want to sell and they, but they want to get into the selling game. Yeah, we get
1: that question daily. And I think, uh, When it comes to reselling and getting yourself into this business, you have to evaluate why you're doing it. And that'll answer the question that you just said, because if you're just chasing money, then you're going to get burned out because you're going to say, Oh, electronics are selling or, Oh, shoes are selling or, Oh, and you're going to be bouncing all over the place. Um, And if you only are reselling the things that you love and not thinking about the money, It's not going to work so there has to be a balance between what do you enjoy interacting with and when we say interacting like what do you enjoy handling is it clothes is it shoes is it electronics is it nerf guns is it whatever it is and that takes a lot of trial and error going to your closet first and seeing what you have extra that you can sell and then going to the local thrift because it's not going to cost you that much and then breaking down the interacting with the, the with the um category What we found in the very beginning was we were going to, we sold everything in our closet. And then we went to the local Goodwill and we started reselling wooden bowls and toasters and and blenders and a couple shoes and clothes. And then when we realized like, hey, we really like the shoes. We like learning about them. Uh, Obviously we wear shoes. We can talk, we can speak to this category. There's always shoes. There's an abundance of inventory. And so we decided to narrow that down and we dropped the wooden bowls and we dropped the clothes and we dropped all these things. Now, again, to elaborate more on this, clothes, for example, there's always clothes. There's an abundance of inventory. The margins are usually great, especially if you're going to like a dollar day or discount day or local and the flips are great. We just did not enjoy taking photos of the clothes. We did not enjoy um, that part of the sourcing. And so we said, no, we're not going to do any clothes. And we went, we poured, poured gas on Uh, quote-unquote gas on the the shoe game and we've gone from there and so if you're a new reseller and you're saying what should I resell you have to enjoy what you're doing otherwise you'll get burned out so you have to try a bunch of different things maybe you don't realize it but you love reselling toasters or VCRs or books or whatever it is Uh, but you have to really try a lot of categories and then be honest with yourself and narrow down I do enjoy Handling and interacting and taking photos of shoes, and there is profit in them. Boom! We nailed our category.
0: That's uh, that's totally correct. I, I I agree with taking photographs. I, I started out with clothes, and clothes are really difficult to, to photograph. They take mm-hmm. they do take time. When I do shoes, I do sell some shoes. Uh, it's a lot easier to photograph shoes than it is clothes. Yep. <laughs> um, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> um, what what. uh, i'm sorry i lost my train of thought i'm sorry (laughs) um the shoes have you guys always been in the shoes or just something you just guys fell into while reselling
1: yeah i think um we it was one of the things that we were testing when we first started and uh when we when we said okay we're gonna do this full time we asked ourselves do we enjoy you know interacting with the shoes yes uh are we going to be able to source shoes consistently yes um and we went from there we have grown our margins have, have got better over the over the months um our ability to source more profitable uh quantity and quality has gotten better and i think that's important to always like on a daily basis evaluating uh your ability to get more inventory uh most of our business is retail arbitrage we're starting to get into more um wholesale stuff we haven't made any purchases yet but we love the hunt. We love going out. We literally are in a parking lot right now uh, at at our fourth Goodwill stop of the day. Um, Sundays we go out sourcing thrifts because they're discount days. Thursday or Fridays and Saturdays we go out to the local outlets because those are discount days. Um, but when it come when the question is you know have we always done shoes? We've dabbled in a, in other stuff, but we are truly passionate about shoes, and we've built an entire business around that single category. You can build a business selling a bunch of different stuff across different marketplaces. We have decided with our short five-year game plan to focus on building our shoe business into um, a $10,000 per month net profit, which will then fund our real estate goals. So we've been focusing on this one category.
0: Nice. Nice. Um, how can uh, people find you on social media?
2: We're, uh, we're on social media. We're on Instagram at Now, R-N-Z-Y now. Um, same thing on Facebook, right? Same thing on Facebook, rinzi now. Um, same
1: thing on Twitter. Same thing. Oh, same thing on Twitter. Yep. Our our uh, YouTube is a little squirrely because yeah. <laughs> it's a YouTube that I started years ago, and then it was dormant for literally like six years. And you can't. It's our understanding you can't change the name until you have a certain amount of subscribers. So we're working on that. It's like some crazy. You can get
2: through it, get to it through our Instagram easy enough. Um, It's right in the link. Same with our podcast is right in our link tree um, on our Instagram. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So uh, any guys listening to this podcast, uh, go ahead and give them a follow, follow their journey as resellers. They have really good information out there as far as if you're trying to get into the shoe game, give them a follow, follow them on Instagram or Instagram, subscribe to their YouTube channel and give them a follow. Yeah. Um, we appreciate it, man. One, one last thing we want
1: to say, uh, we actually haven't told the public about this yet. Um, it's been a private group that we uh, started, um, but starting in February, uh, absolutely free, doesn't cost you anything at all. Um, we have created a way for people that are having trouble connecting to profitable shoe inventory We're going to start um, providing other resellers access to our inventory at our cost um, through another Instagram page. It's uh, the menu underscore Renzi, and it's going to be
0: absolutely free starting in February. All right. That sounds good. Um, What uh, you guys kind of uh, touched on a little bit, but uh, your daily routine as far as resellers, you guys go out and source every day or is it just weekends? Uh, You guys are full time, right?
1: Yeah, we're we're full time. We've been full time since June of 2017. Uh, Our schedule, our sourcing schedule is pretty consistent. We only source four days a week. Uh, Fridays, Thursdays we hit up Marshalls. Fridays we're hitting up the outlets. Sometimes that trickles into a Saturday, depending on our our route that week and our buying budget. And Sundays we hit up Goodwills, and Wednesdays we hit up Salvation Army's. And the reason for those days or those are when uh, they're the most discounted days at those locations and we always give ourselves the best opportunity to get shoes at, at a low cost. Um, we wake up when we wake up. Uh, Lindsay wakes up I a wake little I wake
2: up when the dog wakes up
1: <laughs> <laughs> We uh, we I wake up a little bit later and uh, we usually do all of our shipping first thing in the morning any orders that have come in overnight we drop those off first thing in the morning um, we have breakfast together uh, we kind of wake up in in a slow way it's not really hustle and bustle we've been doing a lot of painting recently which is really cool because we're both creative and then we usually do uh listing midday uh of course if it's not a sourcing day if it's sourcing day after shipping's done we're on the road and uh nighttime is usually low key we're we're usually uh not we don't stay up that late we're usually um to bed by nine o'clock and you know we watch movies and and um we're very diligent about shipping right away. Um, we're very diligent about interacting and engaging with people right away. Um, we're very rapid in that sense, but we're very casual and relaxed uh, in the rest part in the rest of our life.
0: That's the fun part about uh, being a full-time reseller, right? Just you're being your own boss. Wake up when you want to wake up, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go to sleep when you want to go to sleep, and. <laughs> We love it.
1: And one thing we want to share with uh, whether you're a new reseller or whether you're watching this podcast uh, or listening to this podcast and you 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 can be exactly how you want to be. And like you said, we love it because there's no boss. You're, you, you're 100% accountable for everything that happens to you. 100%. If everything is going well, it's because you've done something great. If it's not going well, it's because you've slacked in some arena uh, of your world. And if you take that mentality on, it's okay to sleep in. It's okay to go to bed early. It's okay to take days off. It's okay. But you also have to be accountable when, when sales are slow and, and pick up the pace and maybe list a little more, go a little bit further in your sourcing uh, and things of that nature. And, and because we own 100% of our actions, our, our failures and our successes, uh, it, it allows us to be able to breathe easy
0: and sleep well. Yeah. Um, that's one of my goals. I do, Resell part time, mm-hmm. but I do have a full time job, so I, I work 40 hours plus and then work part time on eBay and my Amazon and everything. So, you know, seeing you guys working, you know, you guys are full time and everything, so that's kind of a goal of mine right now. So, I'm kind of envious. Well, <laughs> we appreciate it, and uh, we're always here, man, whether it's for you or anyone
1: uh, to answer. Absolutely, we'll always be very honest with uh, any questions you have for us. If we don't have the best answer. We can uh, direct you to the people that have given us uh, better answers. We're, we're an open book. We give away absolutely everything for free. We never ask uh, for anything other than positivity um, when it comes to social media. And the reason we do that, people think, it, think it's a front. The reason we do that is a perfect example. Right now, when we walk into uh, the thrift and we bump into you, we want to throw high fives. We want to be happy. We want you to say hi to us in, in a very positive way. And if we continue to be positive people and put that out into the world and keep that door open. uh, You're going to come say hi to us when we see you in the thrift. And that, that, that's a beautiful thing.
0: That's nice. Um, You guys have a pretty strong following with uh, Instagram. How many follow uh, Instagram? Yeah. How many follows you guys? We're
1: we're coming up on 10,000 and I'll tell you what, when we first started Instagram was a real struggle for us because we were trying to use it as another marketplace to sell shoes. And again, no excuses. There's a lot of people that are successful selling through Instagram, but it just wasn't clicking for us. It didn't feel uh, as good. We weren't as good at it. So we switched gears. And as we're doing right now, we were just said, Hey, we're just going to talk to people about what we're doing. We're going to be very open and transparent. We're going to share these things for absolutely free. And then our following skyrocketed in a very genuine way. People were saying, thank you. And we love that. We love interacting with people that are, Getting wins. Our, our biggest moment, I think, was when we started sharing the outlet to StockX flip, um, saying, "Hey, you can actually make a profit before you buy these shoes." And and this is how we're doing it. It's not doesn't happen every time, but it's far and few between. But when it does happen, you have a profit in your hand, and it, our our following blew up. People from all over the country were saying, "Thank you so much. It's a really cool way to get into shoes without having to spend a
0: dollar, unless I've already made it." That's very, very cool. And your uh, YouTube, uh, what is your, how many followers you got on YouTube?
1: We're coming up on, uh, I think we have about 900 subscribers. But again, uh, what, we, what we base success on is our people engaging back with us, uh, engaging with the content. It's less about followers and subscribers and more about the how many people are actually responding saying, I learned something or thank you. And both YouTube, Instagram... Uh, Facebook, uh, all of that. We're getting a lot of, so whether it's a hundred people, hundred happy people or a thousand or 10,000 or a hundred thousand uh, we're in, we're enjoying that engagement.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Um, what, what are you guys' goals as far as reselling? What is, what is your end game with this? Do you guys just continue selling until you can't do it anymore or is there an actual goal?
1: Yeah, we always have goals. I think that's a really, really good question because when we didn't have a specific uh, narrowed-down goal, everything seemed random. We didn't know if we were actually succeeding because we didn't have any goal to hit. And anyone who's listening, we highly recommend narrowing down a super specific goal. That goal can change over time, but if you have a super specific goal, you can backtrack and you know exactly what you have to do every single day to hit that goal. And so our goal is to build our shoe uh, reselling business up until it's profiting us a net profit of $10,000 per month consistently month after month after month. We're about three quarters of the way there, uh, and we consider a six-month period consistent. So if we can do that six months consistently, that gives us a game. We know exactly why we're doing that. We know exactly how to repeat those actions. And then what we're going to do, uh, we think we can hit that goal by 2020. Then we're gonna our bills will be more than paid every single month we'll be able to put a bunch into saving a bunch into emergency count and then we're going to start investing in real estate specific to rentals arbitrage um you know where we rent out uh, a property not buy it we rent it out for the year and then flip that onto an airbnb scenario
0: very cool very cool and um again how can people find you on social media
1: uh anything that uh you know instagram facebook uh we're not as strong with twitter but we're working on it um rinzi now is the best place you can even look it up on on the marketplaces that we use poshmark mercari you can search rinzi um and you'll you'll come across that stuff um but i think the best place to connect with us right now if you only had to pick one is instagram and that's uh,
0: r-n-z-y now Yeah. So uh, go ahead out there. You guys listening, give them a follow, follow their journey. They really have good content. They got good stuff. So uh, give them a follow. Uh, One last question to you guys, Uh, any advice to give a brand new reseller if they just signed up for like eBay or they just started doing stuff on, on uh, Facebook marketplace or any selling platform, what advice would you give a new reseller? Yeah, I think the,
1: the, the absolute best advice we can possibly give based on our experience is do not compare yourself to other resellers uh, you can learn from other resellers you can admire those that are doing well and learn from them but the when in the beginning when we were comparing ourselves uh, we just found it we all these roadblocks kept coming up uh, because we said well we aren't selling that many we aren't selling as much as this person we are and literally the seconds that you spend in comparing yourselves are wasted and can be uh, rather used in building up yourself and being better than you were yesterday. It does sound kind of cliche and corny, but I'm uh, we're telling you, our literally our business changed when we said, okay, let's respect all these other resellers, but stop comparing ourselves and then start really looking at what did we do yesterday and how do we do a little bit better today. So if you're a new reseller and you're you've just downloaded the eBay app or you've you haven't even listed one thing or you've just downloaded Poshmark and you're confused about all these freaking shares that you have to do. Um, Give yourself credit for taking a step. Stop comparing to other people and learn from those people and celebrate those people. And your mind is going to allow you to get closer to wins. There's going to be a lot less roadblocks.
2: Another thing that I want to add to is treat it what you want it to become. So if you want this to be your full-time, brings in, pays the bills, treat it that way. Treat it like a business versus a hobby like since day 1 we've been keeping track of every single number so even when we were going to buy the pound and getting a pair of shoes for $1.16 and then flipping it for 25 we were keeping track of everything down to the down to the penny and i think that allowed us to really quickly um, learn what was working learn what wasn't working make changes and really create it into a business because that's how we treated
0: it very nice. That is a uh, very good advice, you guys. Uh, all right. Well, thank you guys for coming on. I really appreciate you guys uh, doing this podcast. I, I really appreciate any reseller that comes on to the show. Believe me, I get more no's than I do yes that people <laughs> want to get interviewed. So, thank. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And it, um, it, it means
1: a lot. It means a lot to us that you asked us. And we're we're very uh, yes oriented people. We're very open. And uh, so we hope this is the beginning, uh, not only of a relationship between you and us, uh, but anyone that's listening. We're wide open and uh, there's not there's no such thing as a silly question. So we're we're answering hundreds of questions every single day for absolute free. We want
0: everyone to win. Very good. Very good. Uh, thank you guys for coming on and uh, I'll see you guys on Instagram. Absolutely, man. Enjoy your day. All right. You too. well i haven't been hearing too much of that sound lately uh i don't know about you guys but my sales have been super slow towards the end of january january started out great i was getting sale after sale after sale now everything is just completely slowed down so i hope your sales are better than mine because it's just (laughs) maybe a few sales every few days but so um, i'm still listing uh, I'm, I'm not giving up still listing uh checking over my inventory um, as we all know the uh usps uh has raised their uh rates so it's not that much difference but it, it is a difference so you know you won't want to check your inventory make sure you adjust for those rates especially if you're offering free shipping but uh let's go over my sales, whatever I had this week, um, let's start out with iHome. iHome, Marvel, Avengers, um, Hulk, green headphones. Um, I found these at the 99 cent store. They were four ninety nine, So I grabbed a couple of them because there were a few listings on eBay. And so I go, you know, what? I'm going to take a chance on these. And sure enough, I sold both of them. Uh, one of them sold no problem, but uh, this recent one I sold is going to come back. It's actually getting returned. The buyer says that uh, it's uh, there's a crackling noise coming from the speaker and our one side of the headphone, and it doesn't sound um, right. So they went ahead and going to return it. So that's going to you know cost me $27.99 to return. So I'm waiting for that to get shipped back so I can test it and make sure it is what they're claiming to be. Um, but if you do get returns and you're a new seller, um, don't stress over it. It's going to happen. You're going to get returns. Um, but make sure when you do get the item back, inspect it thoroughly. Make sure it hasn't been, if it's clothing, make sure there's no rip stains or anything like that. If it's electronic, make sure it's what they're claiming that it's what the problem is with the electronic item. So, um, just make sure it comes back. And before you give a refund. Um, next up is going to be NFL team apparel, Philadelphia Phillies, or sorry, Philadelphia Eagles, uh, gray uh, woman's sweatpants. Found these at the uh, Goodwill bins, really good shape. There were no stains, no ribs or anything like that. And um, picked them up for like a dollar. Of course, uh, going at the bins, you pay by the pound. I've mentioned this numerous times in my podcast, my previous podcast, but, uh, they were on sale for $13.59, and that's exactly what I got for them. And, you know, it's it's not home run stuff, it's just consistent, kind of bread and butter stuff. You know, NFL, certain NFL things are going to sell. Philadelphia uh, Eagles won the Super Bowl last year, so they're still kind of a, a team that, that's popular right now. So, and they're women's, so they sold pretty fast. I had them up for like maybe a week, and then they sold. Uh, next up, wrangler performance uh premium performance cool vantage cowboy cut jeans 3830s. uh fairly good size new with tags they had all the tags on them found them at the bins really good shape looked like you know they just came from the store and they just got donated to the, the goodwill um, took me a while to sell them probably like close to two months uh, I thought they would sell a lot quicker but you know hope you know holding out on them was, was kind of the right thing because I got twenty seven ninety nine out of it, paid a dollar for them, so not bad. Um, again, bread and butter stuff. App nine women's multicolor floral floral blouse. <laughs> um, App nine, not a real high end brand, just sort of a basic brand. Uh, got ten dollars out of it. I, I got it at the bins. Of course, I got it for a dollar. Uh, just a. Multicolored floral blouse, just nothing fancy about it, nothing special. Um, Why well, I picked it up, uh, I was just beginning as a reseller and I was just picking up things that a lot of mistakes that resellers do, um, they go by look instead of style and the maker, the brand. You know, they just look at it and say, Oh, that looks nice. It, it should sell. And that's exactly I mean, you know. Plenty of mistakes when I was beginning, and I still consider myself, you know, a beginner, so to speak. And we do make mistakes. Even the most experienced seller will make mistakes. And this is one of my mistakes. And it was up for my store for a very long time. And I was trying to purge all these women's clothes out, so I got ten dollars out of it, which is fine with me, um, just to get rid of it, because I'm, like I said, I'm trying to purge all my women's clothes out of my store. Uh, next up is uh, Notre Dame men's short sleeve, uh, football golden tradition t-shirt. Uh, basically it's just sort of this graphic t-shirt with, um, uh, Notre Dame football, their helmets, and it has graphics in the front and the back. And it was up for a while, not too long, maybe a month, a little bit longer, got $10 out of this one too. Um, didn't know, and I should, uh, did my research, but there was like a ton of listings for Notre Dame football stuff. So Just be wary when you do your research. Make sure you're looking at not only the listings, also sold and completed items, comps, and to make sure they're selling every day and it's not flooded with listings. Um, Next up, uh, these sell pretty fast. I actually found a couple of these, especially living on the West Coast. um, In-N-Out Burger. Uh, This one's In-N-Out Burger Las Vegas t-shirt. Has the In-N-Out logo in the front, and it has a, a graphic, Uh, In the back of In-N-Out restaurant, and like you know, hot rods and stuff like that, and uh, they sell fast. They do. So if you find them, pick them up because I have sold a few In-N-Out Burger uh, clothing items, Uh, two T-shirts, and I sold a Hawaiian shirt that I found at a Savers a while back, and it sold quick, and I got sixty bucks out of that one. And I think I paid like eight bucks for the for the Hawaiian shirt, and it had In-N-Out logo all over it, and it sold fast. It was just like as soon as I listed it, a few days later it sold. But uh, yeah, in and out If you pick it up, list it because you're—it's definitely going to sell. Uh, next up, Adidas Ultimate T, uh, men's black and red graphic tank top. It's just a basic tank top, uh, but it has the big Adidas logo on there—the new logo. Um, if you find anything with a big Nike logo, Adidas logo, it sells. That's what everybody's wearing these days. It's the huge logo. They want everybody to know what they're wearing. So a lot of these sports companies like Nike and Adidas that sell clothing and shoes and whatever, whatnot, jerseys, they put their logo on top and it sells. It's popular. Um, next up is a Texas Instruments TI-36X Pro Scientific Calculator. Sold it for 15 bucks. It's not one of the high-end graphic calculators, but I did find it at the... Um, not the bins, I found it at, the, at Savers, it was like $2. And I looked it up, they were going between 15 and 25 if they were brand new. And uh, that's exactly what I got, $15, that was the best offer. I think I had it up for $19.99, and took a best offer for $15, because it's been in my store forever. So I just decided to get rid of it. So I know which Texas Instruments scientific calculators to get now that are self, that are high-end and they will sell for a lot. and. Uh, it's the Texas Instruments TI-83 Plus and the 84 Plus that really go for a lot of money. So if you if you see those at a thrift store or a garage sale or the swap meet or whatever you're, you're going, pick them up. They do sell. Those are one of those bolos I can never t- uh, say enough because they are not really flooded with them. But when come a, uh, school season and college, um, Semesters coming up, um, students need these graphic calculators, and they will buy them. Whatever you list them for, they'll buy it. I actually sold a few of them. This is just one of the lower ends I found, and I decided just to pick it up. Uh, next up is Notorious B.I.G. Men's short sleeve t-shirt. It's just the Ready to Die uh, album cover of Notorious B.I.G. If you don't know who Notorious B.I.G. is, he was a rapper back in the 90s. Who was shot and, and killed killed uh, in the streets? I believe. No, was he shot and killed in Las Vegas? Or was that Tupac? I don't know. It was a long time ago. It was one of those East Coast West Coast, you know, rivalry that got out of hand, and uh, notorious Big gotten caught in the middle of it, and he was ultimately murdered. So was Tupac, and it was just really, I guess a dark time in hip hop community at that time. Um, but yeah, I sold it for 10 bucks. Um, they're flooded with t-shirts with these. Uh, I picked it up because they sold every day, but they won't sell for a lot, but you know, do you will, you will sell it. I had it up for like a month and it sold for like 10 bucks and I only pay like a, you know, maybe 99 cents for the t-shirt because it was half off at Goodwill. But, uh, yeah, they, they will sell if you pick it up uh, i have also i have a couple of tupac t-shirts on my store too they should sell soon uh, and last but not least nike dry fit element men's black zip up running reflective jacket i know it sounds like a lot but that's my title and you know using the right title words will get your stuff noticed and they will sell but nike dry fit it's element uh, black zip up running reflective jacket it's got reflectors on the sleeves, reflectors on the wrist, and it has the Nike logo on the front. As uh, soon as I listed, I had like a few watchers already. They were watching, and watching. Had it up for twenty nine ninety nine. Took a best offer of twenty five, which was good because I found it at the bins. It was deep in the bins, underneath, crumbled up. Pulled it out, and it was a Nike. Running like a running jacket that had reflectors on it, and I go, this is definitely gonna sell because I don't ever see too many of these with reflectors on it. or you know, if you run at night or whatever, you know, a car sees you and you know the reflectors reflect off the jacket. So I knew it was gonna sell. It was gonna sell quick, and it did. And this one sold uh, via promoted listings. So whatever, uh, when you list something and you click on that little box, it says promote, and it tells you you know the percentage. And it tells you uh, if it sells, it's going to come to a listing fee of whatever percentage it sells at. So I think this one was like two, three dollar promotional fee, something like that. Every time they click on it. But uh, it sold twenty five bucks. I'm happy. I, I, you know, it's Nike. It sells. I'll pick it up. I'll pick up a hundred of these if I find them, you know, anything Nike jacket, especially you have a big Nike logo. Cause that's the thing, the big logos are in right now, Adidas logos, Nike logo, um, Champion's making a huge comeback, and they got those big Champion logos on their hoodies and their T-shirts, and so, Champion, Adidas, Nike, I seen K Swiss, K Swiss is coming out with a big K Swiss uh, logo. If you know K Swiss, they were big in the in the '80s and um, they're coming out with big logos. So I guess that's the thing, so it's a big logo thing. But that's pretty much it for my sales. Um, These were actually through the week and a few over the weekend, nothing big. I know it's the end of the month and I'm hoping it's gonna pick up at the beginning of February, tax season, people getting their tax returns, government's open now. So hopefully we'll get more sales but that's pretty much it for my sales of the week and weekend let's go on to some ebay news
2: They have so much stuff
1: it's a never-ending battle to fight the clutter with the baby coming we gotta get our stuff in order we had a downsize from a four story house to a two bedroom apartment.
2: I lost my husband. I don't know that I have everything it takes to get rid of his belongings.
1: Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hello, I'm Maria Kondo. the mission? Let's start This girl's no joke. <laughs> this is amazing.
2: Uh, we <laughs> have too much stuff it's official <laughs> it's so hard to let it go i don't want to just you know dump it i want to be thoughtful about it choose i damn that spark joy for you.
1: spark joy it's not as easy as i thought it was gonna be
2: we're on board we want to change i just want it to be strong enough to change me
1: I can let it go. Arigato. I am going to figure out what sparks joy in my life. I can't believe well. you can touch the carpet. <laughs> new day, new joy. Thank you for being here for
2: us and wanting to help us. I hope you know how much this means
1: to
0: me. Here we go. If you didn't know already, that was the trailer for Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. And it's not its not the if you guys seen it on, on Netflix, you probably know already. If you haven't seen it on Netflix, it's a Netflix show uh, called Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. And what the hoopla or the buzz is about this show is she helps people kind of tidy up their home, get rid of stuff uh, that they don't need. And basically, if <laughs> her I go catchphrase, I guess, is spark joy. If this does not spark joy, get rid of it or donate it. And there's an article on Kondo on there. And Marie Kondo is sparking joy for thrift stores and consignment shops. While these resale spots generally expect an influx of unwanted clothes, she or shoes and accessories each January as the new year spurs many people to clean up their acts, you know, their closets and their homes or garages. Numerous online brick-and-mortar resellers tell Moneyish that they're seeing record donations this year and they credit to Kondo, Marie Kondo. Uh, She's a best-selling author of a 2014 book. It's called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, uh, whose accompanied uh, Netflix series was released on New Year's Day. I didn't know it was released on New Year's Day. So now her hashtag KonMarie method is only of only hanging onto possessions that, in quotation, spark joy, has many people purging their homes of unwanted items. Um, I've heard the hashtag Con Marie. Um, I heard the uh, Marie Kondo effect. I've heard that before. Um, I have to credit, before I go on, I have to credit Pure Hustle Podcast because Orlando put kind of a, a, a screenshot of the Netflix series and ask people what they thought about it. Um, But uh, uh, clearly people have been inspired to clean out what they no longer sparks joy, according to Marie Kondo. Uh, Samantha uh, Blumenthal, the marketing relations manager of ThreadUp, told Moneyish, the world's largest online secondhand shopping site offers free cleaning out kits or boxes with prepaid shipping labels that you can fill up with clothes shoes, purses, and accessories you no longer wear. Those items not only will be resold on the site, but $5 from each donation box goes to charity that you're likely to support, such as Big Foundation or Feeding America. Um, I did not know about ThreadUp; That's uh, that's new to me. I have to uh, look that up. Uh, Blumenthal said that the site actively... Uh, sp- I'm sorry, the site actively activity and bag requests have been record breaking this month. Uh, kit request on threadup uh, cleanout spiked 30 per, 36% on January 1st compared to the day before plus a 50% increase in site traffic since tidying up with Marie Kondo um, not only threadup but uh, eBay the online auction eBay of course uh which i mainly talk about uh has enjoyed the hashtag uh KonMari hike since the netflix hit debuted ebay has been a huge uh, interest in the organization trend uh, ryan moore ebay's director of global corporate communications told moneyish including a surge of five million new listings the second week of january five million it's that's a lot of listings I know uh, eBay is like huge, Amazon is huge, but if you've seen the show, there's a, there's a segment in the show where Marie and me and the wife have seen binge watch the series already. There's some scenes in it where she tells the husband and wife or the girlfriend boyfriend who are living together, uh, girlfriend girlfriend. There's a the one with girlfriend girlfriend, um, to go through the closet go through their clothes and anything that doesn't Marie Kondo spark joy um, get rid of it so they pile the clothes on top of their beds uh, just a huge mountain of clothes and they start pulling clothes and say nope uh, I'm gonna donate this and there's some stuff they can't let go it has some sort of sentimental uh, attachment to it and she says just to clean up your closet and the stuff that you get rid of gets donated. It, she, in the show they don't say where it gets donated. I'm assuming local thrift stores like Goodwill or Salvation Army. Um but you know, you just clean up and tidy up your house and so all this stuff that they don't spark joy <laughs> um cuz she'll ask the couples or whatever that are, that she's helping to does this spark joy. And if it doesn't, donate it. So what they call the Marie Kondo effect or their hashtag Um, So this is a surge in listings because there's going to be an influx of clothing items being donated, shoes, handbags, you know, just hard goods, all kinds of. Um, What was I? A surge of five million new listings the second week of January, a spike in sales for Marie Kondo's book is up 1,500%, <laughs> what does that say? Uh, plus searches for Marie Kondo growing tenfold in the past month. Uh, considering the average US house has more than 50 unused items worth $3,100, according to eBay, uh, there's plenty of opportunities for one to turn their trash into treasure. The most listed items on eBay that people are offloading currently, including collectibles like baseballs, basketball cards, uh, music memorabilia, uh, apparel like shirts, athletic shoes, wristwatches. If you're on eBay and you're a seller, you know. Uh, plus, home goods like china, dinnerware, kitchenware. So if you if you're not if you have a business or you have a store on eBay, you're, if your niche is just clothing, you know clothing. If your niche is you don't have a niche and you're just pretty much flipping anything that you can flip, then you're pretty much uh, in this category. All these categories uh dinnerware and kitchenware uh, on the flip side people are shopping for clothing rack sales on ebay or for clothing uh, sales on ebay jumped 226 percent and closet organizers ebay sales have surged 347 percent to uh, neatly store the stuff that they're still holding on to uh, They also got a statement from Poshmark, which Poshmark, of course, just a lot of clothing, women's clothing mainly. A rep from Poshmark also told Moneyish that the first week of January 2019, I'm going to stop right there. Reading this article now, verbatim, usually I don't read them verbatim. Beginning of the show where I said my sales were really good in the beginning of January. I think this is the Marie Kondo effect that was happening here. Um, Now that my sales are slowing down, I think people are kind of I don't say losing interest, but I think it's because in the month, end of the month usually is slow. But I'm thinking it's going to pick back up in the coming coming month. Um, Poshmark told money that the first week of January, the online uh, e-commerce giant saw a 64 percent increase in listings compared to January 2018. Uh, if you're looking to sell Gucci accessories, Golden Goose shoes, uh, Celine bags, uh, dresses, Albert shoes, uh, car hat, jackets, are most in-demand items, bringing sellers the most money right now. I guess that's a bolo coming from Poshmark. Um, I guess they just look at the, the uh, their sales and see what's selling the most. Um Similar reports have been coming in from around the country. The Philadelphia Inquirer noticed that the that the Philly Aids Thrift nonprofit profit saw the three people in one day who cited condos Show as their reason for donating. Uh, Raven Ravenwood used books in Chicago revealed on Facebook earlier that month. Because of Marie Kondo's TV show on cleaning has begun running on Netflix, we took in a month's worth of books in two days. So I would say that's that's the Marie Kondo effect um, it's even happened in my household uh, and the manager of NYC's upscale resale shop uh, Beacon's Closet recently told CNN that people have been bringing in thousands of pieces a day stuff stuffed in really really large bags IKEA bags suitcases and garbage bags <laughs> and if you guys have a Buffalo Exchange uh, we have one here in Las Vegas I have one or two I think here in Las Vegas. Uh, Buffalo Exchange, which has 48 resale stores in the 17 states, including locations in L.A. and New York City, are also booming. We're definitely seeing a lot of new faces coming in to sell their clothes uh, that they're cleaning out. And many of our sellers have been specifically mentioning Marie Kondo. Company president and founder, uh, Kirsten Block, told Moneyish, adding that they're pulling in quirky vintage finds and high-end design castoffs. Uh, although she didn't list specifics. Uh, unlike Poshmark, they're, they're like giving a whole list of bolos. Uh, when her book first came out a few years back, we saw a huge movement of people more interested in cleaning out their closets and selling to us. Uh, we're really excited to see that happen again. It's obviously happening all over the country. Uh, and the influence of donated goods Or a win for those who are actually looking to add their pile of loot at home. Uh, Shoppers have gleefully posted their thrift store scores on social media since people have begun condoing their homes. And uh, the article goes on. It shows a bunch of uh, screenshots of people, you know, bragging about how they got a North Face jacket for like 12 bucks or something like that. Um, Tell me what you guys think about the Marie Kondo effect or hashtag uh con marie i think that's what it is. i can't remember um i think it's good and bad i think it's it's kind of like a double-edged sword uh my opinion um it's good that a lot of stuff is going to get donated um maybe on the bad side a little too much donation that's just my opinion maybe which would either drive down like Goodwill has sometimes has ridiculous prices on clothing. If there's enough donation, maybe the, the prices will go down because they have the, they have this influx of clothing being donated every day. That's kind of l- looking at the bright side of it. Um, the downside, I would say too much um, people getting into the reselling game. I'm not saying you shouldn't. Um, maybe I'm just thinking of listings on eBay, I'm eBay specifically, um, you know, it's, is it going to be flooded with a bunch of listings and the competition would be too much and which drives down sales? You know, it happens a lot on, on Amazon, which I started selling on Amazon. Uh, you see, you know, even if you drop your price on Amazon, a couple cents, you know, it it drives down the sales and, um, but uh, I'm looking at it from a seller's perspective. So I'm hoping it's gonna be a good thing and it brings more people to eBay, it brings more people to Poshmark and Amazon, uh, going to their stores and, you know, it's, I hope it, it does pay off and we'll see. I mean, I, I really don't know. I'm just kind of, you know, talking out loud and, and you know, we'll we'll see. I'm not really sure what the the ultimate effect of the Marie Kondo effect is, um, but it's a good series. Um, she, uh, of course, it's it's a reality series, and of course, it, of course, it's scripted. You know all the you know things that people are donating and just piles and piles of clothing and hard goods and shoes, and it's just amazing, especially being on Netflix, where millions of people have Netflix subscriptions and they're gonna watch this show. And the more attention it gets, the more people are going to, you know, want to tidy up their home, so to say. <laughs> but uh, it's 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 interesting. So that's pretty much it for eBay news. Uh, let's get on to uh, eBay tip of the week. Now it's time for eBay tip of the week. Uh, this week is something that I'm getting better at and I'm sure if you're a new reseller you will get better at this too um, is images, pictures of your items. Um, I know when you first start out you're not going to have money for a lighting kit, um, you know, just stuff that you're gonna need down the line to improve your photos. Um, good quality images are crucial. Uh, In a generation of people who are addicted to visuals, and we all know today, social media, pictures are everything uh, from Instagram to Facebook. Um, You know, if you look through eBay and for some odd reason you see some kind of grainy grainy image on an eBay listing, what do you do basically? You just scroll right past it, right? Because it's a grainy, ugly, not blurry, you know, picture. You don't want to take the time to look at it because... You first think if they're going to put up an image of a grainy blurry picture, it's not worth your time to look at, you know. So uh, just keep in mind that image is everything. Um, uh, I use a lighting kit. I've had a lighting kit for a while now. Um, but when I first started, all I was using was natural light and a lamp. I take the, the lamp uh, shade off and just use the light of the lamp. And I still have some photos of some older inventory that I still have in my store and I compare it to what I'm doing now and it's just a huge difference. So if you're first starting you don't have a lighting kit, um, use natural lighting as best as possible. Um, If you have an iPhone, uh, use the brightness on it to kind of brighten up the the photo in the background. Uh, A lot of my photos um, have like a background and it took me a long time to figure out how to brighten that so just figure out your phone and I do a lot of my I say 100% of my photos are done on my iPhone so if you have an Android or iPhone um, check your white balance check your brightness levels and and see what works for you but uh, use use clear images um, taking it in a neutral background I take mine in a white background uh, I did switch it up and put in a like a colored background, and I found out later that if for some reason someone Google's your item and you have a colored background, it will not show up on Google. It has to be a white background or you know a a just a clear background with no nothing behind it or anything because I guess it won't show up on Google. Uh, I don't know what the specifics are but Google will not show up with your listing. Um, Just so I would say, I would say best advice is just get a white background. Um, You can order one through Amazon or eBay. They're they're not expensive. Uh, Or if you have an extremely white wall, you can use that. Um, Take pictures uh, of items from multiple angles. Um, If you have a jacket, like a bomber jacket, take a picture of, the whole bomber jacket, the back, uh, anything that's embroidered on it. Take a picture of that. Take a picture of the tag. Any flaws that it might have. Um, I can't stress that enough. Uh, if it has some sort of flaw or anything, anything that that that's missing an item on a hard good you, you're selling, like a um, a board game that's not that's missing some pieces. Make sure you note that. You know, just. You want to be as transparent as possible with these buyers because if you buy or if you sell something and the buyer uh, gets it and it's missing a few pieces on a gaming uh, a game board or a piece of clothing that had a stain on it that you didn't tell or list under description, one, you're going to get a return unless you're asking uh, as is. But, you know, if you want your stuff to sell, you'll ask for free returns or buyer pays for a return. It's going to get returned. Um, you're going to get a bad feedback, which you don't want to do. Um, you don't want to have bad feedback, especially if you're first starting. You you want to have uh, positive feedbacks. So take pictures from multiple angles, clear background, uh, list any flaws, take pictures of the flaws if you can, uh, stain on, on a jacket, a tear in an armpit of a t-shirt if you're trying to get rid of. Um, I've done that uh, numerous times. I've sold t-shirts for uh, not very high because I know you can't, Unless it it's a really high demand t-shirt or, or a really vintage t-shirt that's going for a lot, but I sold like metal militia t-shirts that I know sell on eBay, but they'll have like a tear and an armpit or there's a stain on it and I'll list it and the buyer will still buy it because they, they want the metal militia t-shirt, you know, but I, I make sure that I inspect whatever I'm selling to make sure it doesn't have any flaws or if it's missing anything. So high quality images for your listings, uh, the better your images, I believe, the more likely you're gonna sell that item. So that's pretty much it for eBay tip of the week. I wanna thank Ryan and Lindsay. Uh, follow them on Instagram, RNZY, that's their handle. They also have, um, do they have a YouTube? I don't know if they have a YouTube. <laughs> I think they do have a YouTube. <laughs> a really bad memory. Um, follow them on, on uh, Instagram. I think they have a link tree to any other stuff. I think they're on Twitter, um, YouTube. So go ahead and give them a follow. They were uh, amazing guests. They're a really smart couple. Um, just follow their journey. If you're into the shoe game, and you want to start uh, selling shoes on different platforms like they do, uh, give them a follow. Uh, They'll be happy to answer any questions, uh, anything that you might uh, have or any tips or anything that you need from them, uh, message them on their Instagram. But uh, amazing interview, amazing people. Uh, I want to thank everybody out there who listens to this podcast. My last podcast was probably the most listened to podcast. And that was my first podcast uh, since... November or December when I did did one before that, and I you know it's just amazing that I was gone for that long and made another podcast and that many people listen to it. So thank you very much for everybody for listening. Uh, any uh, questions? You guys want to again? You want any shout out? Give me a holler, and uh I'll give you guys a shout out. But uh, that's it for Let's Talk eBay. I'm Johnny, your host with Sin City Hustlers. Give me a follow: sin underscore city underscore hustlers. Give me a follow on Instagram. And everybody have a good week and keep on hustling, guys.